Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working, and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality, and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Now, we've got a very special guest on today's call. Now, Janice Pullen is an executive coach, a certified money breakthrough coach, a retired CPA and senior sales director, and she works with professionals to triumph in physical and financial fitness, including wealth, weight and leadership. Now Janice is also the founder of the Ontological Weight Loss and Weight of Money programs and on today's show she's going to share how stress and finances can affect weight gain, how excess weight can impact your finances as well as three secrets to melt away debt, fat and stress now so you can experience financial, physical health and wellness immediately and much more. So welcome to the show, Janice. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, I mentioned a word in my introduction, ontological. Now, I know that you are an ontological and facilitative coach. Can you just explain to our listeners what are those terms? And then we can talk a little bit more about these powerful modalities that you use in your work. Oh, yes, and thank you for asking. A lot of people who know about coaching are familiar with facilitative coaching. Facilitative coaching is the modality that is concerned with creating a plan, having accountabilities, knowing what to do. So it's the doing part. Ontological coaching has to do with the mental and emotional. It's the mindset. It actually includes even subconscious mindset that we're not fully aware of, or even if we are aware of it, we don't know what to do about it. So that's what I call the being. So when we put those two together, the ontological and the facilitative, we understand the mindset. We also understand that what to do, what's the plan of action. That's the most powerful way to get lasting results, permanent results rather than just temporary results. Mm. And I'll give you a couple of examples, Anne-Marie. Let's say that someone, maybe one of our listeners, wanted to go on a diet. So that now they've got a diet, they have an accountability partner, They have a plan to go to the gym four times a week. All of that is facilitative. Then it's midnight. They're in the refrigerator eating the whole chocolate cake anyway. What's that all about? Well, that has to do with the ontological pieces. 
same thing with money. Let's say you put yourself on a budget and you have a goal to save a certain amount and then you're at the department store and you find yourself buying this cute little number, this cute little dress, and you get home with it and you think, oh my gosh, what just happened to my budget? (laughs) Have you been following me around now, Janice? (laughs) (laughs) That's the ontological piece, you see. Yeah. Look, as you're talking, I mean, I so agree with you because one of the things that I often say to our listeners is that you can have the best processes, the best behaviors or intention for the best behavior in place. But if you don't have the right mindset, you can often find yourself, yeah, going back to unhelpful habits and, and habits that you're trying to change. So I can really see how powerful the two together can help us with our weight, a journey of weight loss and of course finances as well. Now you sent me across some very interesting statistics. I'd love to share that as well also as uh, looking at I guess your understanding of the links between money and weight because I think that you know the statistics are just incredible. Women who weighed 25 pounds less than the average sized women in the sampling earned an average of $15,572 more and on the other hand a woman who weighed 25 pounds more than normal sized women made $13,847 less than their average counterparts and while a man racks up $2,646 annually and extra expenses if he's obese, a woman's obesity costs her $4,879, almost twice as much. That's just incredible. That's right. And that first statistic that you gave, which was done by with a German study, these are just the t- statistics for the, the U.S. population, but they also studied other places too. It means that an overweight woman makes almost $30,000 less per year than a skinny one. And these studies were substantiated by even another study that was done and published in the American Psychological Association. And then there was another one, I'm not sure if I mentioned it to you, Anne-Marie, but in a Forbes article in March of 2011, it was entitled The Price of Obesity, How Your Salary Depends on Your Weight. Well, they studied the perceptions of people and what those perceptions are related to overweight people. They're seen as less conscientious, less agreeable, less emotionally stable less productive, more lazy, lacking in self-discipline, and even dishonest, sloppy, ugly, socially attractive, and sexually unskilled. And the list goes on from there. Now, that doesn't mean that it's true. What it means is that these perceptions and these stereotypes actually run so deep that even obese people hold the same discriminatory beliefs about other obese people. Mm. So that then adds to the fact that the research shows obese people are paid less than their slimmer counterparts because of the perceived characteristics that I just mentioned. Yeah, I certainly did get those links and we'll make sure that to put that on the show blurb so people can click through and look at those too as well if they'd like to. So what do you think of the links then between money and weight? I'd love to hear more about what you think about that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I really have studied from a, from a personal observation place the link between stress and how that affects weight. From my personal observation in the corporate and entrepreneurial worlds, I've noticed a correlation either on the 
positive, the successful side, as well as on the other side. When a business is failing or finances are in jeopardy, also when people are very, very successful, the stress on either side is greater and therefore overeating increases stress eating increases, not earning what you deserve or need because of the stress. There's comfort food. And this relates to money in another way as well because a lot of times people who are stressed out spend more than they should and that's why they're not keeping enough of what they make. So it all goes together. The stress, the weight, and the money are related. And, you know, as you're just saying those things, I can certainly relate to them because I know that, that, that often when I'm, I am feeling stressful, what I tended to do is, okay, I'll go and grab a bowl of whatever it might be, you know, we'll just say chips when I used to eat chips. And here I am just eating, but it, to me, it, it kind of was relaxing. It kind of relaxed me. However, on the same token, just by sitting and eating and nibbling as I'm working, it really isn't helping when it comes to, you know, the healthy choices and my weight. So I can certainly see how that affected me in the past as well. Yes, definitely. I said at the in the introduction that you were going to share three secrets to melt away, debt, fat and stress. Now, what's the first secret? Let's talk about that. Okay. And by the way, Anne-Marie, all of these secrets are taken from my Weight of Money Breakthrough Programs. So just to let you know, a little bit later I'll give some information if people are interested in more uh, detail about that. So the first secret is clearing money clutter. How you do money is how you do everything, including food. So you might ask yourself, do you hoard? Do you hoard food? Do you hoard money? Do you sneak? Do you binge? Do you deprive yourself? Or do you spend or eat emotionally? So financial worry is a major contributor to stress, and stress is a major contributor to excess weight. We talked about that a minute ago, and we'll say some more about it in our secret number two. But for secret number one, clearing up the money clutter can help you de-stress. It can help you become healthier and also release excess weight as a possible side effect. You want your money to expand and grow. You do not want your waistline to expand and grow. And so anything that contracts money will block the flow of it into your life and that will cause stress. So it's very imperative to create a space and the energy of expansion. And examples of money clutter would be things like not being clear or following up on who owes you money or to whom you owe money. Disorganization of your bills and receipts would be another example. Gift cards that are not used or they're lost is an example of money clutter or loose change accounted for. And I do have a checklist to help people if they visit weightofmoney.com. There's a free clearing your money clutter checklist and that's going to help you with the secret number one. Mm. Can I just jump in there and sort of say, Janice, I mean, hearing that for the very first time, some of our listeners may, it very well could be a revelation for them because they would never have until now put those things together that with money clutter and, and the things as you gave a number of examples, that can directly impact how we are holding weight, storing weight, and how happy we feel with our current weight. 
does that tie back to, again, the mindset, the energy around that? I'd just love for you to, to talk a little bit about how, though, you know, the reasons why those are impacting each other. Oh, definitely. Definitely. It's all about the mindset. Stress, which I'm mentioning over and over, is a causal point of retaining physical weight as well as the weight of money. Stress can be caused by feeling disorganized, by feeling out of control, by not knowing where the money's going or where it's coming from. All of those real facilitative things or areas that we would be looking at cause an ontological or a mindset uh, money drain, and, and that's caused from the energy drain that occurs. Yeah. And I would imagine, too, because we've said that, you know, clearing up the money clutter can impact positively the weight clutter and the issues around weight. Then on the same token, if we start to really support ourselves and make better decisions, the health and wellness and the food we eat, and we start to see great results in that area, I would almost imagine that that would also have an impact on our financial situation, too, our, and how money's showing up in their life. Do you see that happening as well? Oh, yes. And I, I love this saying is how you do money is how you do everything. So how you do money is how you do food. And if your money clutter is cleared up and your food clutter is cleared up, then that gives the expansion both physically as well as in the mindset area. Yeah. in order to bring in what you do want and to feel um, more powerful. I love the word powerful because when we're out of control, we feel disempowered. And when we're feeling powerful, we experience that in all areas of our lives. I love the word powerful as well. And so what is the second tip, the second breakthrough secret? Well, the second secret, Emery, is the cortisol connection. Cortisol is produced in the body under high stress situations. This is the fight or flight hormone, which physically tells the body to retain fuel, another word for fuel being fat, in case of an impending emergency. So in the prehistoric days, you know, if a saber-toothed tiger was about to attack, the adrenaline and the cortisol would be in abundance. And same thing with a famine. And so our bodies are naturally doing this. They're naturally holding on to the fat in case of an emergency. And that doesn't do us any good because in today's world, we put ourselves under stress all the time. Our work, our relationships, our finances, everything is stress producing. And we haven't been taught, or many of us have not been taught, how to reduce the stress and to live a stress-free, peaceful life. So if we continue to operate under these stressful conditions, our body is automatically doing what it's supposed to do and hanging on to the fat. Same thing with sleep. If we don't sleep enough, which a lot of people have that problem when they're under stress, they're not getting a good night's sleep, same thing happens. So the cortisol connection is really a clue to the body's physicality in retaining the weight, even though we might not be eating as much or as poorly as it would be indicated, the stress is what does it. So different ways to reduce the production of cortisol, that would really contribute to this 
releasing the weight, even if nothing else is changed. Mm -hmm. And ways to do that would be things like exercise, so you can work off your tension in a productive way. It also speeds up your metabolism, so that helps you to drop weight. Another way to reduce the production of cortisol would be through meditation. Another way would be through deep breathing. Another way would be to change your lifestyle so that you're not constantly in a stressful situation. And also asking for help and connecting with other people. For women especially, they've done studies that show that if a woman can connect with her girlfriends on a regular basis, it reduces the stress and it increases the serotonin, which is the feel-good hormone. And so really those connections and getting help from other people is another great way to reduce the cortisol. And for, for the cortisol reduction in general, just overall taking the time for yourself to do these specific tools. Yeah. I mean, I wrote all of those things down as you're speaking to them, Janice, because I tend to be one of those people who go from one activity to another and, you know, and, and without really taking the time to breathe and meditating and, and things like that. And what you yeah. said was really interesting that we put ourselves under a lot of stress all the time. And I so agree with that because I remember someone saying to me years ago, you need to just relax and really take some time on, you know, out for yourself. And I would say to them, I'm not stressed, I'm fine. And they, would, they said to me, have a look at your shoulders. And it's so true. And that was before I got a regular massage. I get one every week and she comes. My shoulders were so tense. My muscles were as rock hard. It took her months to de-stress and to just get them all supple, which they are now. But, you know, for some of us, we're rushing from one act to the other. And we don't even realize that, you know, the situations we put ourselves in causes us to have stress. So it's a, such a great reminder that slowing down, exercising, getting enough sleep, all of those different things that you've just mentioned are so important for us. Oh, yes. And let me give you one other resource for yourself, Anne-Marie, and for also your listeners today. I have a wonderful, very short three-part video called Busting Out of Your Genes. This gives three great tips to stop the stress-related sabotage. And if anyone wants to watch that short video, it's at the my website, owlweightloss.com. That's owl, O-W-L, weightloss.com. And um, that'll help the, the stress-related sabotage as well. Fabulous. And, of course, we'll put all of the links on the show blurb so that you can click straight through to uh, Janice's website. And of course, if you're listening because you've subscribed to iTunes, really encourage you to visit Janice's website and come through to the show blurb too and, and leave a comment about all of the ahas you're having. All right, so that was number two, breakthrough number two secret. What's breakthrough number three secret? Breakthrough number three is about debt denial destruction. So that's a cute cute little title that I gave it. Being in denial about money and debt is like carrying around a deep, dark secret. It festers at an unconscious level. That's that mental, emotional we were talking about. 
and it eats away at your self-esteem. It also eats away at your self-worth. And while it eats away at you, it also eats away at your health and well-being. You try to feel better by self-medicating, perhaps by overeating or over-drinking or overspending, and you do feel better for a little while with these activities, but then the guilt and the remorse sets in. So when we try to be in denial about our debt, the best way to do it is to destruct that. In other words, it's to actually shine the light on it. And so in the Weight of Money Breakthrough Intensives, that I hold, we have a whole module on debt, including forgiveness and step-by-step actions to become debt-free. Tonight, my tip for everyone listening is very simple. It's to tell yourself the truth and then practice compassion with yourself. So, you know, getting clear on how much do you owe? What is the interest rate on debt? What are you really spending? What are you really bringing in? Telling yourself the truth, and then as you're telling yourself the truth, don't beat yourself up with a big fat club. It's actually to be compassionate with yourself and to know that you've been doing the best you could, and so don't be too hard on yourself. Mm. When we know better that's when we can do better. Yeah. And I think, you know, debt denial distraction, which I, I love that term, it is so true. Often we'll say to ourselves, well, you know what, if I ignore it, I hope it'll go away. But as you're saying, it's really important to take the time to really have a look at, at where, what situation where you have current debt and because the awareness is going to help you really move through that and I think that guilt and beating yourself up all the time, that is just a continuous cycle that we will go through if we don't take you know, the first step of courage, which is, you know what, I am going to commit to looking at where my current debt is. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So let's talk about the website, where people can get further resources and and learn more about you. What's your website again, Janice? The website is ourweightloss.com and it stands for Ontological Weight Loss. That's the O-W-L, ourweightloss.com. That's the place where they can learn more about the programs and they can also watch the video, Busting Out of Your Genes, for three great tips on how to stop stress-related sabotage. Mm -hmm. If they want to get the checklist for clearing your money clutter, that is at weightofmoney.com, all spelled out, weightofmoney.com. All of this is totally free complimentary yes and um yeah. yeah, and I think, you know, what's really important and, and just refer back to some of the statistics we shared earlier on in the show is that there are incredibly talented, gifted women and, of course, men too out there who are unfortunately holding themselves back from bringing their gifts to the world because of possibly weight issues. And I know, you know, for myself many years ago, I didn't want to get in front of a video and I've heard even my colleagues say that because, oh, I, I want to lose a number of pounds first and it's like you know what you know you by not taking action and by not going through some of the steps that you've shared today and also you know the program that you share we're really denying our ability to step forward so powerfully and you know there are people waiting for us to share our message out there are our ideal clients and by not taking action with weight and with finances and so forth because as we've seen and you've so wonderfully shone the light on it for us they are connected 
excess weight impacts your business, your finances, and by not addressing that, you know, we are holding ourselves back. So I think it's an incredible message that you've just shared. Oh, thank you. And I love the perspective that you're putting on it because our gifts to the world are special and unique. And if we're holding ourselves back or we're hiding, then not only do we not have the life that we love, but other people are denied our special gifts as well. So thank you for bringing that up. It's perfectly, perfectly on track with what with the work that I do. Yeah. And look, I just want to give you an opportunity, Janice, because I know that this can often be a very scary topic for people. So for our listener today, if she's listening or he's listening and it really has struck a chord, would you just share a couple of last minute words to them? What would you say to them and and for you have them do? Oh, thank you. Yes, I'd love to. The first thing that I would want you to do is to be compassionate with yourself and to know that you are normal, you are human, and we all have things about us that we love and we also have things about us we would like to change. So if you, if this is, if these areas we've been discussing today are something that you want to change, then reach out and get someone to support you because like everyone else I have I've dropped 50 pounds myself and have kept it off and I have gone through financial hardships as well so I understand and I urge you to see you know take care of yourself and take the very best care you can of you and don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Yeah. Look, thank you again. And look, thank you for also sharing and being transparent in your own journey because I think that uh, hearing other people's success stories and wow, you know, 50 pounds, that's just incredible. And the fact, you know, keeping it off too, it, it's just such an amazing success. Hearing those successes allows us to think, hey, if she can do it, I can do it too, which, which of course we can. Thanks again for coming on the show, Janice. Again, the contact details to get in contact with Janice are going to be on our website, but also for those of you who are listening to iTunes, there's two different, well, the best website to get hold of uh, Janice is www.owlweightloss.com, owlweightloss.com. Thanks again, Janice. It's, it's been wonderful. Thank you, Anne-Marie. It's been a pleasure. Hi, this is Anne-Marie with today's inspirational tip. And as always, it's a tweetable. So please go ahead and share it with your community. And after listening to what Janice spoke about today, I thought it would be only fitting to keep it on the topic of money. So here it goes. Think clients won't pay you what you're worth? You're absolutely right. Change your money belief to change your results at Anne-Marie Coach. So what does this mean? Well, imagine you're having a conversation with a prospective client. You're just about to tell them how much the package or the program is worth. And in your mind, that internal chatter, you say to yourself, there's no way they're going to be able to pay this. So what happens? You discount, you undervalue, you undercharge, or you're so nervous and you're going round and round in circles, you're not positioning yourself in a credible way. Your prospective client says no, which proves to you your belief that clients won't pay you what you're worth. So it's this incredible 
cycle that continues on and on and on it goes and the way to change that is to change your money belief what's important to realize is that you will go out and continuously seek the evidence to prove that your belief is true so if you think your clients or prospective clients are not going to pay you what you're worth you're absolutely right so first step forward is to change your money belief change the thoughts the beliefs and that is very important so I hope that was helpful for you have a fantastic week and until we meet again as always stay inspired and stay brilliant this is Anne Marie you've been listening to the ambitious entrepreneur show do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs both nationally and internationally I invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing beasponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com. That's beasponsor at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com and we'll send you out further details. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.